the strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm one with the force of forces with me. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. We'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Well, let's start somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 188, recorded August 15th, 2023. My name is Joe Becker. I'm one half of the KyberCast team. The other half with me, as always, is... Michael Diaz. That's me. Joe, how you doing? Good, man. How are you? Another week where, I don't know, we found another time to record. Sometimes it'll get out. <laughs> we're, not, <laughs> we're not firing on many cil- uh, cylinders right now, but we will be gearing up. For Ahsoka that starts in a couple weeks. Next week, sorry. Not next, week, week. next week, Wednesday. Next two week, episodes. Wednesday. Two episodes, and I'm fired up. I, I have not watched the previews. I'm done. Like I, I know stuff came out. I'm like, I'm done. I, I just want to watch the show now. I don't want to see any more glimpses of anything. Did you see the last preview that came out like two days ago? Nope, I won't watch it. Then I won't even say anything about it then. But Mr. Filoni said you should watch at least the final season of uh, Rebels before watching that not that you have to because if you want to get involved a little bit more i've got a week you've got a week they're 22 minutes apiece it's like a tall order but we'll see we'll see that's three in an hour yeah but i'm also well we'll get to it in our geek this week but i'm recent reading a massive tomer but that'll be there the the words library book i gotta give it back next week do you though can you just read Get it? No, it's in demand. People are waiting for it, so I'm gonna bring it back. Pay the dollar ninety nine and download it on Amazon and read the fucking thing. Give the guy, give the author some money. These guys aren't getting paid anymore. Oh, he gets paid. Don't worry. <laughs> I've given him money. It's just that this one came out and I happened to get my name on the list at the library first. So, don't worry, he gets my money. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, I mean, I, I mean, I assume I, you're looking forward to the show. I'm looking forward to this as much as I looked forward to Andor and Mandalorian. All right, I mean, yeah, me is, too. Well, come on. We know Thrawn's going to be on here. When? I don't know, but I want to see him. Hopefully it's not the last two episodes. Hopefully there's something going on, but we'll see. I hope it builds up. But, I mean, also we get to see Ahsoka just being a badass, and I'm sorry. Uh, Rosario right. Dawson. Yeah, you're sorry? Yeah. No, I'm just saying, I'm sorry, but Rosario Dawson is just badass in this. But she's always badass, right? Yeah, she's always been badass. So I'm happy. She looks cool. I, I just I don't know. I, I and I'm I'm a big fan of the darker side of the force. I get that she's still light side. So the acolyte's gonna be your show. Yes. Well I hope it better be. I hope that's so too. what I want to hear. I mean, that's what I want to see. I I always like the Sith. More than the Jedi. Darth Maul's are my all-time favorite. Well, they're the cooler looking, and they're always, you know, they get the they are. They're sweet. No, that's because probably because I'm not a goth, but I'm goth adjacent at times. <laughs> <laughs> Michael gets all dark. He throws the Morrissey on a couple of black. No, that's the only thing. I'm actually not a Morrissey fan. That there's a couple odd. songs I like, but he's too much of a dick. I, I can't stand it. I admit I didn't even get into the Smiths. I did not get into them when I should have. 
my teen years. I really didn't listen to him until I was in my 30s. Yeah, I don't listen to him at all. It just happens to be on when Michelle's on, but I'm not listening. <laughs> I'm more of a Love and Rockets kind of guy. Or I like Love and Rockets, actually. Yeah, they're good. I'm not a Cure guy either. I like the Cure. Not as much as most some people do, but... This I is like not... Uh, sorry, it's not a music podcast. It is not. I'm trying to say, though, is I think that's why the Sith appeal to me so much. And even though Ahsoka, she's not Sith... She may not be Jedi, maybe she's Jedi now in this, but I like that she took a different path. And I like that exploration that I hope we're going to see here. Well, arguably her path is more Jedi. The other Jedi were more dogma. So we don't That's know. fine. That's fine. But she's still, I like looking at, you know, I, yes, there's Jedi and there's Sith. There's light and dark. They're, you know, 180 degrees, you know, opposed to each other. But there are other viewpoints, and I'm hoping we get to see a little bit of exploration of that in this show. Yeah. I, I The only thing I'm going to have a um, a pre-problem with, so to speak, how does Luke not fit in in all this stuff? Like, like it's right. going to be weird to me with all this other Jedi stuff going on after he found Grogu, knows Ahsoka. Like, why – you're not going to, like, at least shoot him a fucking eye message? Like, this shit's going on. That's going to bother me, I think. Well, okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. During this time, as we saw in, you know, the end of Mandalorian Season 2, and then in Book of Boba Fett, Luke's pretty busy rebuilding the Jedi Academy. He's so busy, he couldn't even fly Grogu home himself. He said, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Get on this X-Wing and get the fuck out. Which I bitched about before, but the point is... You make I, a good point. You make a good point. It's really going to be odd. I thought, and maybe I'm making this up at some point, but I thought this show kind of takes place on the rim, on the edge. It could, but if there's a fucking new Empire building, you might want to call Luke. I don't know. I'm just a guess. I would agree, but I think this show... Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's a small threat and it's growing, definitely. I mean, yes, Thrawn apparently is supposed to, you know, take over. Uh, I mean, in, in Legends, yes, he took he became heir to the Empire. And I, do, I know they kind of made a reference to that. But that's not what has happened. I mean, that happened in the Legends. Are they going to follow suit in this? We don't know. I'm assuming so. But it's it's interesting, and I don't know. I'm just I'm not poo-pooing it, dude. I'm just I'm saying that's going to be my one thing that will probably be a little persnickety about. And that's fine, but again, it's for me. I'm happy with that. Not everything that happens in the Star Wars universe has to include a Skywalker or a Agree. Palpatine. Or a Palpatine. But Anakin, An- Anakin, Anakin's going to figure into this because we've already heard his voice, and we know that he's in the show. Okay, see, I didn't say anything, but yes, they had his voice in the newer trailer. Yeah, I know that. I not watch. Well, I've seen, I've, it has come on and I've changed the channel. But they already said Hayden Christensen was going to be in this episode, in this series anyways, way back. That's not new. Well, they're kind of like building the whole point of this series is Masters and Apprentices. So there's going right. to be. We're going to see some kind, maybe not see Anakin, but we're definitely going to hear him talking to Ahsoka at least. Right. So, I don't know. I'm very excited. I can't wait till next Wednesday. Although, although 
in Return of the Jedi canon, Anakin comes back as a Force ghost. He does. So he could come back as a Force ghost and actually have mentoring things for her. Who knows? Could be that. Ooh, I hadn't thought of that joke. Good call. People will blow their fucking minds if that happens. But, I mean, that is canon, right? He came back as young. Well, in the redos, he wasn't Sebastian Shaw. He came back <laughs> as, <laughs> as his uh, former light side. The last time he was the light, I guess, is the, 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 the rule, I suppose. Right. But why did he come back as a young Anakin back then? Because that's the last time he was like, well, I would come back with hair, too, if I could. Well, that's true, but <laughs> anyway, I'm just I'm saying. Little, we have to ask George Lucas, and he's not going to answer. Obi-Wan and Yoda, they were their old versions. Well, they were the versions. They were always a good version, so they were. They did that when they, that's when they went. So. so are you saying that if we do see a Ghost Force Anakin on this, they're going to de-age him? Well, like, is well, you can do a lot when it's just a blue gl- glow, and yeah, I think it'll be de-aged <laughs> a little bit. And he doesn't have need a lot of de-aging. Well, it has been the like bastard. twenty years. Yeah, but he still looks pretty good. He still looks good. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Well, next week we'll find out all Wednesday night. Um. All right. What's next? You know, I didn't look for this, but I <laughs> it came in my news feed. And it was just like the best, you know, the best TV of 2023. And I clicked on it. I was expecting to see the bear and it was there. And they had a couple other shows, but I saw Star Trek Strange New Worlds on it and how it had a high rating and blah, blah, blah. I think 98% approval critic rating and all this stuff. And I looked at a couple other sites and saw it on their lists. And I'm like, you know, the reason I mention it is because I thought it was interesting because I know Joe you haven't been loving this season? No. So, I again, I didn't go looking for this, but it came up in my feed, and I had to throw this in here just to kind of <laughs> give you a little Do you shot. really believe it's one of the best of 2023? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll move And then here's, here's some big news that I didn't think anybody was going to get, that uh, Blue Beetle <laughs> uh, is not tracking so well at the theater. No way. I can't believe it. It's tracking. I mean, listen, I'm not against this film. Am I going to go see it in the theater? No. I'm not. I still need to see Oppenheimer Oppenheimer on a 70 millimeter uh, IMAX. Yeah, I, I want to see it. I probably want it up in the theater. Did you end up seeing Barbie, by the way? I have not. Because oh. we had talked about going to see it, but Shay, actually, a friend of hers had a free ticket. She was supposed to go with someone and they bailed. So she's like, hey, Shay, you want to come? She actually had another ticket. Yeah, that she was going to cancel, but I was like, I'm not going to be the third wheel. You go have a girls' night, have fun. Did she so like they it? went. She loved it. Yeah, it's a good movie. She cried. There's parts you can. So I have not seen it yet. I still want to see it, but did she come home and slap you for being a man. <laughs> no, she did not. No, I'm kidding. That's just I'm just playing the advocate of <laughs> the, the the men out there that are all freaked out over this movie, which is nothing to freak out over. Right. Um. But so Blue Beetle, I don't, you know, listen, what's your over-under? Will it beat Indiana Jones? No. It's <laughs> not like I, Indiana Jones blew the world apart, dude. I understand that. I understand <laughs> it's a huge loss for Marvel slash DC or DC. I should it's not DC. It's a huge loss for Disney. Lucasfilm. Yeah. Lucasfilm. Thank you. Uh, 
Blue Beetle, the trending I saw was that it's going to be the worst DC movie ever. Like, just money-wise. People don't know the character. I mean, people did know Iron Man. He may have been a B character, but people knew that character. Nobody knows Blue Beetle. He is late in in the game. Um, It's not very attractive. It's not... It's just... It doesn't. It looks like a second-rate thing. However, it could be a great movie. Some Don't of the know. reviews I've seen are really positive. Right. So, that said, you're right. There, unless you're a hardcore DC Comics fan, Blue Beetle is not on your radar. No. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to start with a list. Let's face it. When Iron Man came out, Iron Man was not necessarily a list. No, I said he was B, but people under, knew who Iron Man was. It's not like it's not True. like he's an unknown character. True, but this just makes me think this was originally supposed to be a straight to max release. They filmed this as well as Batgirl to be that very thing—a straight to max release. So, I. Part of me really wants to see Batgirl because if they decided, yes, this one's going to get a theatrical release, how bad was Batgirl? Because, like you said, Blue Beetle, very little name recognition. But Batgirl 100% has name recognition. Right. So how bad was that movie that they said, you know what, we'll make more money shelving it? Yeah. Well, it'll hurt us if we put it out there. It's not about it with money. It'll hurt the future. You think this is going to help? If it's a good movie, it won't hurt it. You know, I mean, I do well money-wise, but if it's a good movie like Shazam or something, it'll be fine. Like I said, there's a part of me that wants to go see it just to see, like, almost not necessarily like a morbid curiosity, but almost. But if I'm going to spend that kind of time... Like I said, I want to go see Oppenheimer on IMAX or something. So, you know what? I think this is a movie that when it finally comes to Max, where it was intended to debut, I think you and I will both watch it and we'll come back and do a review. And I'm I'm almost expecting me to be pleasantly surprised. I'll be agnostic until I get a chance to watch it. Oh, I'm not saying, I mean, I could watch it and think it's complete shit and I'll say it, but. Well, I know. I think maybe at this point, expectations are so low that if I enjoy it at all after watching it, Max is going to see That's what I mean. Better. Right. It's been, I'm trying to not be that, I'm trying to stay as neutral as I can so I don't go into it with uh, super low expectations. But it's not, to me, it's throwaway because it's not a gun, it's not in a gun series. Just get, I just want to get the gun verse going, I guess. Yeah. And go from be there. Be gone, Schneider. Yeah. That's not Schneider's fault. It just is what it is. Well, the, okay. Be gone, DCEU. Yeah. We're ready for the DCU. Yeah. Um, all right. What about our geek this week? What do you got going? You just said you were talking about it earlier. Yeah. So, yeah, as we mentioned earlier, I am in the middle of reading Lightbringer, a massive 700-plus page tome by Pierce Brown, the sixth book I think I mentioned already in the Red Rising series. I am about halfway through the book. I'm trying to finish it within the next week just because I do have to return it to the library. But more than that, I'm really enjoying it. I'm trying to find time just to read it because it's so good. Loving it. Um, 
So I'll have more to say on that once I actually finish. But um, my daughter is getting ready to leave for college. But the last couple of weeks, she's really been into, she's like, I want to I wanna watch a movie that's like action, but also messes with your head. So I think I mentioned this last week or the week before, but we watched Inception together. She loved it. So we went and watched Memento this past weekend. She liked it. She didn't love it like she did Inception. But what are you saying, Joe? (laughs) It's a happy one. It's not happy. It's dark. But she's into these, what she calls them as mindfuck movies. So Yeah. She got gummies uh, or something on her? No. No. (laughs) Then apparently, this is not my, uh, I've never seen it, but last night she watched Gone Girl with her girlfriends. Oh, that's a yeah. fucked up movie. I can't. Well, apparently, that's, that's got a crazy eyes. I've seen too. it. Oh no, I've seen that movie. I haven't seen it. So I watched Michelle watched and I watched and I'm like, I don't want to see that person's face ever again. Wow, <laughs> that good, huh? I don't know if it's good. She's just crazy. It's you know, it was an okay movie. Okay, good actress. Good act. Like good portrayal of the stories. Whatever. Got it. Well, it's yeah. I won't go down that road, but yeah, we'll leave it. What was your geek this week, Joe? Um, I watched on the Paramount Plus Network. Uh, well, actually, two movies. I should I should preface that. I watched uh, Bumble Me. And oh, then, I haven't seen it. Was it good? And it's very good. And that, well, it's good. I shouldn't say very good. It's funny. It's a Transformers <laughs> movie. Like I didn't hate it. It was fun. It's, it does what it's supposed to be. And then I watched the uh, sequel, kind of, because they're in weird orders of when they come out. So. Uh, you've got Bumblebee, which is technically the first in all of the Transformers timeline. Yep. And then this one, which is Transformers Rise of the Beasts, is after that. It's before the Shia LaBeouf years. Yeah, so they're these like, happened in like the late 80s, early 90s or something like that? 90s. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty fun. It was good. It was fine. It was it was a, it was a good popcorn movie. It was, I, I think that um, the, the trouble I have with them is that they – the, the the technology looks good, but it doesn't look good enough. It's like I think you should just make this some animated movie because they just don't feel like they're in there for real. Right, you know it's CGI'd in there. Well, I you know I can suspend my disbelief, but it just doesn't feel like it's there. They feel thin. I don't know how to explain it. Um, I get. It. I hear what you're saying. Where if you just did an actual like animated like a, a better animated film would actually probably really bring it home got it like if everything was the same cgi as the trucks like the people and everything it would feel a part of one world got it but they were fun movies um at least you can watch them and understand what's going on and not like the last three years so i didn't see them all but of the uh michael bay films were just shits happening everywhere and you can't even pay attention to anything like, I, I hear you on the Michael Bay film, films. I the remember seeing the first, the first, first one, was one. Fun. I really enjoyed the first one. Yeah. And then I think in the second one, they destroyed Chicago. Because I remember in the third one, I think it was, they were referencing the fact that Chicago got destroyed and they were on the outskirts. And I was like, is that what happened in the second movie? Like, I'm like, it's a bad sign. Right. It's a bad sign when you're on the third movie and you don't remember what happened in the second movie. Yeah, we'll probably finish the series. I don't know. You know, basically what happened was we watched The Rise of the Beast because, listen, we watched it because our kids loved the Beast Wars that were out at the time. They, the, the Optimus Primal was like a big deal to the kids. So I'll watch it. You know, we watched it. And then we got up to grab some water and then it already kicked on 
Bumblebee. Like, you know how the streaming things will keep you watching. Oh yeah. So through Bumblebee on we watched it and um what's her name? Haley Haley Stanfield. Yeah. She's great in it. She's very, very good actress. I love her. I really like her. I um, she's been fantastic since True Grit. Yeah. She just has a way of, of pulling you in and believing in whoever she is at that time. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff in there. And that was a good movie. And Bumblebee, you you you, you know, it's E.T. You know, it's the same old story. Uh, a kid and their dog, a kid and their iron robot, you know, <laughs> iron giant. It's the same, you know, no one understands me but you, robot kind of thing. Um, but it's fun. They were good to watch. and uh, So they're worth watching because I got to say. They're worth streaming, yes. I don't know if I would okay. pay. <laughs> yes. I never saw the last night, and I don't know that I ever need to. Because I think I meant, I mean, this, I probably told this story before. Yeah, does it, it a, have uh, Marky Mark, Funky Bunch in that one? Or maybe that's, is that the fifth movie? I don't know. They've done There's so like, fucking many. Yeah, exactly. There's more than you think. There's I, more than meets the eye to come with these movies. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> I can't believe you threw that in there. Well done, Joe. Well, here's the thing. I don't even remember which film it was. Whatever which one had the Dinobots in it. Yeah. Again, I've probably told the story before. I didn't, I didn't so see I that one, it. so. All I know is I remember liking the first two or three or whatever which one this was. I got the Blu-ray. I threw it on one night, and I was enjoying it, but I was really tired. I had a long day at work, and I nodded off. <laughs> and I, I I thought I immediately woke up but what was going on on the screen I'm like whoa whoa how'd we get to this so I rewound it thinking I must have missed like 10, 15, 20 minutes no I think I missed 30 seconds <laughs> and it was so disjointed that I was like even watching it I'm like how did we get to this like, <laughs> that's Michael Bay oh my god it was so bad it was so bad anyway the thing though it's always endearing to hear the Optimus Prime voice. It's just such a great voice. It is a fantastic voice. It's Autobots. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's, it's great. A, I mean, I I saw the original Transformers movie in the theater as a kid. Oh, the yeah, yeah. The animated one? Yeah. Yeah. Not not the Michael Bay. I was not a kid. I was in my thirties. But still. If you look on YouTube, I can't remember the gentleman's name that voices him, but he tells you the process and how he gets Peter to Cullen, that voice. Yeah. He goes through the process and how he gets to that voice, and it's really good. I love him. He's old yeah. now, though, I think. Yeah, but he's still doing the voice. It's okay. He's perfect. Let him never die. Um, all right. So that's my uh, geek this week. Um, so, yeah. Hey, if you're interested, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash kybercast. And you, you, my friends, can be part of the show. Well, part helping the show. Um, check it out. Give us a little tip in the jarro, the whiskey jarro, and see if uh, we use it for good or evil. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's good for mediocrity. This is, this, this is why I can never be a politician. I can't raise money. No, that was yeah, that was not good. That would, you really did not entice anyone. To pay. No, I don't. I, I hate asking for money. Like I don't. It's really odd for me to ask. How so about this? Never comes across. If you contribute, it helps with our server fees. It helps it with uh, what we, you know, our hosting. So that way we can keep doing these. I mean, we're going to do them anyway. Yeah. Um, but it helps. It actually does help for the software that we use, so that Michael can be in his house and I can be at mine, and right. it all works out. So. Um, anyways, patreon.com slash kybercast if you want to 
give us a little help. Um, all right, Michael. Listen, we're not going to – might not be the longest episode because there's not much, but next, you know, we'll be getting into some things. But I did watch the finale of Star Trek New Worlds. Were you happier with this episode? It's a better episode. Um, I'm a little ticked that it left let, it left on a cliffhanger. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. If you're going to have a threat, like, I guess, you know, they kind of hinted at the Gorn, but they never really pulled it through. It was like drops here, here, and there. Um, but I have, like, you know, the, the episode was good, but I have a lot of little problems with this the episode, but I'll get into that a, a little bit later. Overall, I thought it was a pretty fun episode. Um I'd rather see this kind of show than like, again, I skipped the whatever musical thing. Like I'm not even gonna, that's uh, and they made reference to it in this one. He goes, you know, Hey, I'm not singing anymore. Like, well, that's thank fucking God. Cause I didn't come here to watch musicals. <laughs> um, you know, it, it'd be as, that's almost as bad as if star Wars had like a holiday special or something. If they ever made, that Oh, again. you went there. Um, but yeah, it was a good episode. Um, not great because there's, so many plot holes and problems. Um, but uh, overall, pretty good episode, yeah. I, I'll i start with this, and this is a pretty big positive, I think. Discovery tried to reinvent the Klingon. It was a mistake. Then they, They've had to since go through and retcon and basically say, it's a different sect of Klingons that we really haven't seen that much before. But, yeah. You know, because then we saw the Klingons we're used to uh, in right. the musical episode. Right. Which is still funny. Well, I don't know right, but I'm not, you know. They showed up and they look like the tradi- traditional Klingons we're used to. But even that was like, wait a sec. But I thought in TOS, Klingons were basically just humans with bushy eyebrows and dark skin, and they were mad. That was it. They didn't have right. the ridges until the uh, the motion picture in 1979-1980. Right. It was different on the TV show, too, right? Right. The TV yeah. show, they were literally, like I said, they were yeah. they were guys in brown face, really. Right. Wearing dark clothes and had big bushy eyebrows and were always mad. Yeah. Because they were Klingons. Now... They've since gone back and retconned why they were that way, and there was this disease involved that uh, reduced the ridges on Klingons and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not a super 100% great Star Trek expert, but I I thought those were, the, as far as people knew, those were Klingons. So seeing the original Klingons here on Discovery, it fits only because, well, they tried to reboot the Klingons. Now, this is just a long way of me trying to say, Discovery rebooting the Klingons and trying to make them different, re- recreating them, it didn't work. Right. But how they've recreated the Gorn, which, yes, they're bowing very heavily from Alien. It This works so much better. I mean, the only other time we really see the Gorn is in an episode of TOS where it's a guy in a shitty rubber suit fighting Kirk. Right. But I did think they made him scary. And they also made him mysterious because, yes, we got to see the young Gorn that are basically like. Um, which they use the words younglings. Yes. Why? That's a problem. Well, I don't think Star Wars coined the term younglings, did they? Well, come on. Still, come on. the youngling Gorn are very much like the creature from Alien. Yeah. Oh, by the way, they can go in space. They need a helmet. <laughs> 
but the rest of their body doesn't need anything. That makes a lot of sense. Well, they, well, if you notice too, the helmet looked like it was filled with liquid. Yeah, but they didn't freeze or nothing because of space, but because they're fine. Like if any well, other if creature. it's an exoskeleton like an alien, I could see No, that. it's just wrong. Bad. Well, anyway, I did think that was interesting <laughs> plot because. Hole, plot they hole number are, one. Well, you can see it as a plot hole, I guess. Or as they are making these much more similar to the creature, the xenomorph from aliens. Right. They could they could argue it away that it's an exoskeleton. My, my point is. But then it didn't need the helmet. Well, it still needs to breathe in something. Didn't, the alien didn't. The alien, we don't know, actually breathed at all. Then that's what I'm saying. Forget it. Well, yeah. They're not stealing everything wholesale from the xenomorph from the movie Alien. They are borrowing a lot, but also they've established that the Gorn, even though they seem like a savage species, which is interesting because, you know, back in the day, you know, any any culture that didn't have guns and ships like the Native Americans, they were savages. And right. it's kind of interesting how, you know, yes, to the humans, the Gorn seem very savage. The young uh, fight and eat each other. But they are still a, they are an intelligent species because they have spacesuits, they have ships. Right. Um, their language might not be necessarily translatable to um, the Federation, but like they could communicate through a picture by showing a demarcation line and blah blah blah. Anyhow, all I'm trying to say is this recreation of a classic Star Trek villain, a species, I thought works. Way better than it did for them trying to recreate the Klingon. Right. That was my, that's good. I like that. Now, it's easier to talk about what's bad. Well, I know, first of all, the show was an exciting episode. That's good. Wasn't, it wasn't or was? It was. was. Yeah. It was. With was. some caveats. Caveats. Well, we know, okay, maybe you don't know. But being a Star Trek nerd, I know that in what the the cage, the original pilot episode for, um, I feel like I'm going to start to watch the original Star Treks just so I understand it. I might find if they're on. I don't know if they even know if they're on Paramount Plus. I would assume they, they would be. They okay. So the cage is the original pilot they filmed right. for Star Trek, and that's where basically they get some a lot of members of this cast. Uh, in the original pilot, Kirk was the captain. Number one was the same woman that we're seeing on this show. Well, but it was, she was played by Magel Barrett, the wife of Gene Roddenberry. But she was number one. She was second in command. Uh, Spock was on the show. But then also Nurse Chapel is also on the show. She Well, she comes later on TOS. Anyway, um, my point was, what was my point? Oh, mm-hmm. so that, my point is, we knew Nurse Chapel, even though she was on the Farragut, she wasn't going to die. Even when they showed the ship crippled and she wakes up on the ship and appears to be the only survival. So you, you, hit the, you hit the number one plot hole I hit. Like, that's fucking convenient. Everything blows up and she's the only survivor. Like, have like three or four people. Like, uh, I 100% agree it's a plot hole because then then they launch the saucer to the planet to destroy the yeah. the MacGuffin. What if and I'm sorry, she's the, there. Yeah, like how many people just died? Yeah. Like, they didn't go through and check the whole ship. There could be dozens of other people in other pockets still she alive is, on this ship. She's, and she's basically unscathed. Right, like I had thought 
when, when she lifted the thing off her arm, I'm like, she's at least going to have a massive gash she's going to have to heal or a broken arm. Nope. Totally fine. I mean, she looked like, you know, she had makeup on, so she looked like she was yeah. roughed up. Yeah. But, okay, I 100% grant you that is a huge plot hole. That It's just easy writing. It's not that it's a plot hole. It's just like, okay, she's not dead. Why don't you just kill her? It would have been fucking brilliant. It would have, but they can't. You sure they can? No, because she exists later on in TOS. This is, yeah, but we'll see, because this isn't really. Oh, dude. Uh, everything they're doing is leading. leading. We're getting the original series. We know that. We have fucking, you know, Montgomery Scott. See, that's another thing. Okay, it's not necessarily a bad thing. No. He's but, a fine Scotty, but it's like, if you're going to do this, like, they're going to do it. Well, that's they're the doing thing. It. They are doing it. Put it that way. Okay. Like, season one, it was Cadet Uhura. That's fine. I I get it. Some people are stationed on ships and, you know, people keep coming and going and blah, blah, blah. And that's fine. But then this season, too much Kirk. Yeah. More Kirk than Pike. I Not... I don't think that's actually true. I but do. There was, there was more Kirk than needed to be. There was more Kirk than Pike. The first two episodes, Pike wasn't even around. And even the episode where Kirk and Singh go back in time. Yep. No I Pike. liked it. I liked it. I know there was no Pike. Yes, I. it would have worked. You could have done the episode just as well with Pike. You just couldn't have had that romantic thing going on. Um, But... I see no, them when, later. When, yeah. Anyway, when Kirk's on the ship later on, you didn't need Kirk. That was another episode. Exactly. They're, so they've brought in Uhura. They've brought in Kirk. Um, we haven't seen Sulu or Chekhov. Or McCoy. Or McCoy. But now already, they, I mean, hearing Scotty's voice in the last episode of season one, that was fine. Because it was a nice little Easter egg, but I was like, no, no, no. Let's not bring him on board the ship yet. It's too much, too soon. And then this this season's finale, we actually meet and see him, and it's whatever. It's just, it's too forced, I think. So I don't know how he joined originally. My guess is that episode one of next season, something will happen in a fight, and the chick uh, Laka's wife will be killed and nice. he'll take over. That's the thing. She just joined and she's hardly been in this show. Except it's kind of like, it's kind of like the drummer of spinal tap. They keep losing that person to death. <laughs> keep losing engineers. Yeah. I'm just, we haven't really got to know the current engineer. I don't want to. I, I She's a good actress and she can be funny. She's fine, but I don't want to. I don't. But do you want Scotty slotted in there? You might as well. Just do it. Just get it over with. Oh, see, I don't. I'm not ready for. I don't. I don't want the. You want to know the biggest plot hole of this episode? Please tell. Why does Pike not have a spine at the end? Why is he all? What do I do? Like you know your future. What the fuck? This isn't what kills you. Yeah. I, okay. I see where you're coming from with that, and I don't necessarily disagree because I agree in the fact that you know. Spike, not Spike, um, Pike. Pike is known for being decisive. And yes, any crazy situation situation could cause someone to be indecisive. I get that. Um, but his 
inability to make a decision went longer than I think needed to be for, I'm not going to say dramatic. It his fate. It was melodramatic. Now, the only thing I can say about that is his pause might be, okay, I know my fate. This isn't it. But if I throw caution to the wind and say, let's get in there and get our people, I, I, I know I'm probably going to survive, but what about the rest of the crew? If I make this rash decision, yes, I'm probably going to survive. But he's always had the welfare of his crew. Uh, that's tops for him. So maybe that explains the longer time. But it did seem longer than necessary for him to. He's always going to go after people. That's what every captain does. Then no one leaves anybody behind, so they're not going to retreat. So it's not even worth to make that the actual plot thing. I like, guess. I think they could have chopped like a good five, 10 seconds off that scene. Then just immediately, if they had just gone, like, he's like, oh, we need to go over for people. Captain Starfleet's calling us back. And they could have shown him cut. just turn his eye back to the screen and then cut there. Exactly. I agree with you there. It's not a plot hole. It's just. No, no, it's just bad choices. It, yeah. Bad directorial choices. Yeah. You know, I'm not a director, but yes. <laughs> No, I mean storytelling. We've watched yeah. enough. We've watched enough to know what works, what doesn't work. Right. Like it, it would have been much more powerful had beat, beat, done. But then it, it kind of lasted. Like, what are you going to do, Captain? What are your orders? Bum, 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 <laughs> bum. Then to uh, be continued. Yeah. It was too drawn out. I agree. Um, and also, I don't know. I. As I'm watching the, this episode, and the second that his love interest is on the planet and they lose contact, I'm like, they're going to kill off this woman so fast. I'm, like I said, this, this whole season, part of his story arc was, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give my all into this relationship or I'm going to, Well, know, they're going to have some babies if they stay together. Right? <laughs> well, isn't that the, the, the isn't yes. that what she's doesn't she have Gorn in her? Yes. Didn't she get Gorned? But I I seriously thought at the beginning of the episode I'm like oh man she's dead, and so when the Gorn came at her and then ran off I'm like oh it's just like Alien, or Alien <laughs> or Alien Three or whatever one it was or right Alien wouldn't attack her because she's impregnated. Right. So I was like oh that, she's a hundred percent impregnated and then of course she is. Now that said. I'm, I'm thinking she survives at the beginning of season three, that they are able to do the mir- miraculous and get it out. Because if they kill her off this quickly, well, then Pike is, I think it ruins his arc because I think part of his storyline in his arc is, you know, I know where this is leading and he's hesitant to get into emotional situations right. and attachments because he knows he's got limited time. But part of it is, fuck it, I'm going to live life while I can. So if she dies, that's going to be very dour. And I think it's going to ruin his story arc. Right. That's my two cents. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, uh, I just hope they get better. Because, you know, it's a good episode. It it didn't help with the series, though. I, I mean, it was a bad, I thought it was a bad season 
but I, I'm in the minority, clearly. Well, like I said, now that the season's done, I can look back objectively and say, there were many things I liked about this season. And I even said during the musical episode, which I know you didn't watch, I thought it was a novelty and I enjoyed probably the first half hour. But mm-hmm. after that, it got tiresome. So, and the crossover episode with um, Lower Decks, it was okay. Um, I, it just bugged me. But. That's fine. So I guess what I'm trying to say is about half through, about halfway through the season, I thought this was doing about as good as season one. Now that the season's over, I will say, in my opinion, season one is still stronger. Um, I don't think this was a bad season. That's my opinion. I think this last episode helped bring the season back up a bit. Yeah, it was better. Yes. Yes. It helped. It helped. It wasn't necessarily a, for me, it wasn't that the, the, the crossover episode or the musical episode were terrible, but they did having them back to back kind of really slowed the show. And then it, it ends on a good note. It's, there's some tension. Yes. There's some plot holes. We're talking about some lazy writing and all that, blah, blah, blah. But overall, I, think, I enjoyed so overall this season to me was they got too inside themselves and I wanted more, go to a different planet, have an episode, a team style, go to another planet, do this. And I didn't, I felt like this, they were trying to be more introspective with like, I don't know, Spock love interest and his marriage. And like, I don't fucking want to see that. I can see that on any kind of CW show that you want to watch. It's like, I want to see, I don't know. No, I don't disagree with you in that. Um, they, they definitely went more into the characters. And I did like the fact that season one was very much, it's a problem of the week. Like yeah, the, the A-team. Like you said, the A-team, yeah. Here's her issue, we'll deal with it. But also, they did it very nicely so they could also have character development when those right. episodes happened. That's what they didn't do well this season, is my opinion. This one, yes, I agree. There was more focus on just the characters, which... And dumb focuses. Like, oh, now she loves Jim Kirk. Who the other Jim Kirk died? The fake Jim Kirk. I like that. Like I said, I liked that episode. Damn. And then you got dumbass brother with the fucked up mustache. Like, you know, just, just the the whole. I really liked that episode. But that said, as a whole, yes, I thought there was way too much Kirk on this season. I don't, I don't want to see nearly as much Kirk season three. But I, I bet you we're going to because it seems like. They're on a fast track to get the original series cast in this as soon as possible. So they need it to boost that fucking subscription rate. And they think that's what's going to do it. And that's really going to open up a different can of worms for them. Yeah. I mean, okay. I got, like I said, Kadat Uhura made sense season one because we didn't even, she said, I don't even know if I'm going to be in Starfleet. We know that's bullshit. Here's here's why I think they're going to do it. The um, Abrams universe or Kelvin or whatever it's called. That's done. Not yet. It's done. It's done. Like it's going to be what Kirk, I mean, fucking what's his name? Chris Pine is going to be 70 before they make another one. <laughs> um, the first one was in 2009. It's been 14 years. Right. So it's, you know, they need, they're not going to make a new one because that's just going to jumpstart a whole other problem. 
they need subscribers. They, they, they want to, they, and they need those characters to get people to watch. Do they? they just do. I think to get people that aren't Trekkies to like, oh, maybe I'll get back in. You know what I mean? At least they'll check it out. They'll, you know, you can see the previews, the original crew of Star Trek, the new series that's coming back. I mean, you can see it all happening to get people to subscribe. See, you may alienate I, Trekkies, though. That's the thing. You can yeah finish your thought because I, I have comments on that. No, I just think that's what they're going to do. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm just saying that's what I think they're going to do. Is that's what's going to drive people to the pit to the to the streaming service and that's their biggest ip for yeah, that genre um arguably yellowstone and everything else is way bigger than star trek will ever be pulling in a shit ton more money same with anything that um, yeah but isn't yellowstone actually on, isn't that actually on it's produced by paramount it's on the paramount network but it's also streamable on paramount plus like the other episode i thought it was on um oh i, th- I thought i thought yellowstone it might be on peacock for a while it's on but, peacock but that'll end um, eventually, yes. Because they have the other episodes, eighteen eighty eight, and all, you know all those yeah, other ones. Because they, cre- they created the spinoff shows, like oh shit, that's what's successful. Yeah, it's the, the, the spinoff will be universe. on our network. Yeah, here's what um, I think. I'm sorry, were you? No, 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 I'm just saying that's what's gonna, I, I think, push it because they're not gonna be able to get a movie out. Plus, listen, right now they're all fucking scared because they have no writers and no actors. So it's gonna be another year gone. Same with the Star Wars movies. Everything's gonna be pushed back very quickly soon, like another year. Because that's some happening. news we didn't bring up. I forgot to mention. Yeah. To that point, uh, the third uh, Deadpool movie has been removed completely from the Marvel release schedule. Yeah, it's, there's no writing. You can't talk about it. Well, yeah, and they can't promote it, and they can't finish filming it, and they can't promote it. Yeah, right. Until this is all set. Here's what I think. I'm not saying you're wrong, um, because businesses seem to make the wrong decisions all the time when it comes to entertainment like this. It does seem like they're going as fast as they can, at least one cast member per season from the original series seems to be showing up. Like, who are we going to see next? Are we going to see, uh, are we going to see McCoy? Are we going to see Sulu? Are we going to see Chekhov? You know, who's coming next? Right. But for my money, I think if they want to revitalize the Star Trek franchise, don't retread, don't get the original cast or don't recast the original cast and do another TOS series. Really, I think if you want to bring people on and not alienate, alienate Trekkies, is to do Star Trek Legacy. You, you follow the adventures of the Enterprise G. You have the callbacks to the people that, you know, from next generation that you love, but also you get to forge a new story with the new younger generation. In my opinion, the whole crew behind the Star Trek, this one and anything else has been done, they fucked up when they killed Shaw. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> I was wanted awesome. a Shaw show. I'll take a Shaw show. There's Shaw no show. use to it now because he was finally got the captain and they killed him. Right. But like so. I said, legacy, I think, is the future of Star Trek. That's the direction they should go. Because then you make them, you make the existing fans happy, and you make a good jumping on point for people who are like, "Hey, what's this about?" So, legacy in terms of uh, picking up what Picard's kid, that one, that yeah, that, okay, yeah. When you have seven of nine as the captain of the Enterprise G, because Jordi LaForge's daughter is the helmsman or helmsperson, you've got Picard who for, Picard's kid who for some reason is sitting on the command, whatever. No, 
But still, you have seven. You have Rafi. She's new. You know, seven uh, I would makes kill Rafi tomorrow. I know, but I think she has, <laughs> she has potential. No, she does none. <laughs> but the point is, you can, and then every so often you can pepper in like not every episode, but like you know maybe you know at the end of season one, you know you see, you see Riker or you see someone, you see Worf or someone comes in now and then, and they I show. I'd rather see a Captain Worf show, dude. It came up in my Facebook feed. I've been asking for a Captain Wharf show for at least seven, eight years. If not, there's no reason. Or Admiral Wharf at this point. I love him. Whatever. I would love a Captain Wharf, but we're we're more apt to get a Star Trek Legacy show before we have Captain Wharf. But we can do. Well, no, we're, we're going to get the original series. Well, the original characters. I don't want that. What's going to happen? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I don't want that. It'll be a huge spin, you know, huge money making. Oh. <laughs> anyway, well, let's let's ask you know, let's ask our listeners what do they want to see, and how can they reach us? Do they want to see an original character, original? I don't want to say cast because I don't mean the actors, but original characters recast original characters. Yeah, uh, Star Trek, and what would they call it? <sighs> Star, Trek Star Trek money grab. There you go. <laughs> Star Trek replicants. Um, yeah. So, how can they tell us what they want? What, what would, what, what, what would they want? Yeah. What do you want? Do you want legacy, or do you want them to recast the original series and give us more adventures there? Tell us on either Twitter, Instagram, or hey, how about Threads? All three of them are at Kybercast. Or if Facebook is more your jam, we have both a group and a page at the KyberCast. And if you really want to help out the show, make sure you smash that subscribe button. That really helps us out. Leave uh, a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere where you get your podcasts. Tell your friends about the show and where they can find us and pretty much any podcatcher. Or send them directly to KyberCast.com and they can listen to all of our shows streaming there. Um, and if you'd like to, again, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash KyberCast, you can do that as well. Um, what else am I missing? I don't think I'm missing anything there on the plug angle. You plugged but, it up. Plugged it up, and then, listen, next week I'm back in my element. I can talk Star Wars. I can talk the wars. Uh, we didn't talk about Lando. We, we didn't That's right. Anyone. Apparently they're still talking about making that series. But well, him and his brother are writers. But we can That's talk about true. that. We can talk about that next week. It can't be writing right now. That would be against That's the rules. The thing. Nothing. No news is happening right now. Because exactly. Everything's struck down. Anyways, Ahsoka starts next Wednesday. Two episodes. We are going to talk about it the following day and try and get that episode out as quickly as we can uh, to be timely. Uh, but uh, until then, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.